Hello there. Thanks for joining me on today's broadcast of the Psychology Report. You know, why would a psychologist be interested in people with chronic pain? Yeah, chronic pain, that's our topic for the discussion today. You know, I've treated hundreds of patients with chronic pain. Why is a psychologist interested in this kind of a problem? Isn't chronic pain just a physical problem? Of you do something, you hurt yourself, and now you have pain? And all you have to do is wait it out, or all you have to do is go to a physician, and, and uh, he'll take care of it, or she'll take care of it for you. Well, you know that 100 million people in America suffer from chronic pain? 100 million. So if you have chronic pain, you're not the only one that is suffering and is going through some real tough times in their life right now. If you added up 100, 100 million people, that's more people than suffer from diabetes, heart disease, and cancer combined. So it's a major, major problem in America. It's a major problem in our world. It's a major problem of people who come to a psychologist as well as seeking other professionals to help them deal with the chronic pain they experience. Some people deal with it by seeking ways to eliminate the pain. And they'll do everything possible to eliminate it with the goal of having no pain. And for most of these people, 100 million, that's not a realistic goal at all. That will never happen. And it's a false hope. And it's a false direction to follow. It will never take place. So be careful. If you're thinking that if you have pain and your goal is to eliminate the pain, uh -uh, you're not going to make it because you're on a false hope. For most people, the goal is not to eliminate pain, but it's to make pain manageable, to live with it, to live effectively with it, to live above the pain, to not let the pain make your decisions in life, but you make decisions in life even with the pain that you're experiencing. Now, that's a very important point. Let me just kind of repeat that. A lot of people with chronic pain let the pain make their decisions. If you don't feel well today, you don't do something. You hurt today, you don't do something. If you don't want to do something, it's easy to hurt, and then use that as an excuse not to do it. So, I mean, we do have reasons to have pain and to keep pain. But pain can be the director of your life can take every opportunity to manage your life with the pain and you do the things that the pain will allow you to do or not do. That's letting the pain be in the driver's seat. You don't do that. You take charge. There are times when you may be in pain, but you do it anyway because it's an important event to do. You know, there are three kinds of activities. There are activities that are, that are required. You've got to do them. There's just no way out. There are certain events you just have to go to. And then there's B activities. That's A. There's B activity. B are, now those are activities that are better if you do go than not. It's preferred that you go. But if you don't, you can kind of get an excuse out of it. And then there are C activities. It really doesn't matter. You go if you want and not go. It doesn't really matter. Um, do as many of those kind of activities as you like, but don't worry about it. 
So A, B, or C. So the idea here is that you get in the driver's seat, and if you have an A activity, you go. You go to that, whether you have pain or not, whether you have to struggle or not. In other words, you don't let the pain make your decision. You make the decision of what you do on the, in your life in accordance with the, how important it is to you and what it is and why you should go to it and why you should attend that particular event. So that's letting yourself be in charge of your pain, letting yourself be in charge of your life, letting yourself be in charge of your activities, your choices, your decisions on a day-to-day -day basis. Now, pain is muscular and neurological in nature. If it's a neurological pain, that means you've injured a nerve in some way, and uh, you've fallen, you've had an accident, you have your back, your spinal cord uh, injured, uh, you have your nervous system involved, and you've injured it in some way, a brain damage or whatever. You're going to have neurological pain that's deep, deep, chronic, constant pain. And you only can do the activities up to your level of pain that you can tolerate. You don't push yourself beyond. Because in neurological pain, you'll, you'll injure even yourself more. You'll do yourself more harm if you push yourself beyond your limit if you have neurological pain. But you know, most pain is not neurological. Most pain is muscular. And if you have muscular pain, you need to push yourself beyond your comfort zone. You need to push yourself beyond your limit. The muscles develop. The muscles are like rubber bands. You can stretch them and you can make them work for you. And you actually push yourself. You actually induce a greater level of activity and stretching exercises and so on so that you can do more things and you can appreciate life at a higher level. So basically those are the two kind of pain that people experience. Most of the pain is muscular and don't let it control your life. You push yourself. You do the things that you need to and want to do and are important to you even with the pain. And basically you're telling your pain not to be in charge, not to be in control and just to calm down and go along with you. Okay? Now, there are uh, other reasons for pain of, that people experience. Sometimes it is a kind of an emotional pain that starts it all out. You were hurt. You had very deep, deep rejection. You had very deep uh, hurt from somebody's statement or somebody's uh, comment about you or some criticism or whatever it might be. And it, it deeply, deeply hurt you. And along with that emotional hurt can come a feeling of physical hurt, physical pain. But it started out more as an emotional hurt. So it's an emotional pain that you experience. But it can affect the neurological and the muscular systems of your body. So that when you have this emotional hurt, and it really wasn't a deeply hurt, and you focus on it and you think about it and you resent the person who did it to you and you resent the situation that this developed in, before you know it, you're going to feel that pain throughout your entire body. You're going to use that pain then as a way of not participating in events, not going to see that person that hurt you, not being around that person that hurt you. You're going to use pain as your excuse 
not to go, not to be involved in an activity that involved the person that was the source of your emotional pain. So emotional pain is deep, it hurts, it, it lingers, and it affects our life and controls, and it can control our life to the fact that we don't do things, we don't engage in activities because we hurt. We hurt. We hurt deeply. Well, that's kind of an emotional, you know, pain uh, that we experience besides the neurological pain and the muscular pain. But, you know, pain also can come from just the social relationships that we're involved in and the stresses and the strains that we live with in our life. In other words, stress can break down our body. Chronic stress is not just stress, but it's chronic stress that breaks our body down. And we experience a body of hurt and a, a body of deep, deep feeling of depression and muscle spasms and uh, just intensity of, of muscles that have been triggered to hurt because of some particular stress that you're living with and you're dealing with in your life that you just can't get rid of. could be a marriage. could be your child that's creating you a, a high level of chronic stress. could be the job you're in. It could be a relationship that you've had. It could be a childhood experience. It could be your parents. You know, that could be the source of your stress and the way that you were raised and the way that you were treated, you know, as a child. And every time you think of that stressor or that person that created that stress, your body tenses up, your muscles tense up. And when you do that over and over and over again, those muscles eventually weaken and begin to hurt. And that creates pain. And if it keeps up, it creates chronic pain. See, chronic pain is pain that's been in your life for six months or more. Most pain goes away after a couple weeks or a couple months. But if it's lingering on three to six months, that's chronic pain. And now you're going to have to do something about it because it's probably not going to go away on its own. So stress is a high, high uh, contributor to chronic pain. And, you know, you, uh, you have to look at your own life in terms of the stresses that are in your life. Could be one thing. Could be many things. Could be several sources of stress. And every time you have to deal with that stress, confront that stress, be around that source of stress, you're going to feel tense, and then your body's going to hurt because your muscles are going to tighten up, and they're going to put pressure on your nervous system, on the nerves that go through the muscles, and create a sense of pain. So it's muscular tension that results in pain. And it can be chronic when it lasts because you don't deal with the stress. You don't resolve the stress. You don't get rid of the stress. You just live with it. And you just live more with it. And you create more stress. And you allow more stress to come into your life. Before you know it, stress is ruling. Stress is ruling your life. Ruining your life as well, if you think of it that way. So, there is a need for a psychologist. In your life, if you have chronic stress, if you're just going to a pain specialist and taking pain medication, if you're just going to some physician who's giving you more and more pain medication, trying different ones, antidepressant medications, anti-anxiety medications, and you might be on an average of 15 medications. I saw that the other day in chronic pain. 15 different medications. 
Well, she's numb. But she doesn't want to live like that. So she's looking for a way to live above and beyond the pain and not let the pain control her life anymore. Good for her. She'll find her answer too. But if you're letting chronic pain linger in your life, you need to have a psychologist in your treatment program. Sure, you guys a place for your physician, and sure there's a place for your pain management specialist. But there's also a place for a psychologist. There may be a place for a chiropractor. There may be a place for a, a muscle relaxation trainer, you know, in your life in some way. Acupuncture may be a, a, a place for somebody like that to help you uh, deal with the pain. In other words, you, you, there are multitudes of approaches that need to be considered and need to be brought together to help you cope with and manage and deal with pain effectively so it doesn't control your life. And a good psychologist who has been trained in healthcare can help you. Now, not every psychologist knows how to deal with chronic pain, so be careful. Don't go to a social worker. Don't go to a marriage and family counselor, because this is not a marriage problem necessarily. Although you may have a marriage problem, and maybe that needs to be resolved. If that's the case, yeah, get into marriage counseling, and then that may help your pain. So decide what your pain comes from, and then you need the professionals in your life that can provide you a treatment program as a treatment team, as they work together. You know, but here are some of the tips for chronic pain people. Here are some of the tips. Now, this doesn't solve the problem, but it certainly will help you. Stay active. Pain requires movement. The more you sit, the more you lay down, the more that you just remain stiff and still, the more pain you're going to have. So pain does not go away just by laying down or sitting down or just being quiet. You've got to keep yourself moving. That body's got to move and keep it moving. Then you've got to know your limits. Again, if you have a neurological pain, your limit is very limited. You can't push a neurological pain beyond the level of discomfort that you can handle. But when it comes to muscular pain and stress-related pain and emotional-related pain, yes, push your limits. Push, go beyond your limits. Push yourself. Expand yourself. Engage in an exercise program, number three. Get, get yourself into a gym. Walk, ride a bicycle, swim. Do a walking exercise at the gym. You know, do some weightlifting. Do some stretch muscle relaxation exercises. I mean, do whatever you can do, but get your body healthier. And But do low-impact exercises. Low-impact exercises. Join yoga classes. Do the swimming. Do the walking. A lot of gyms have a yoga class. The gym I go to has a yoga class. Join it. Go to that. Do the exercises that are stretching. They'll help you in your muscles. So there's a lot of exercises you can do to help you get yourself moving. The other thing is don't avoid people. Make social contacts. If you avoid people, you're isolating yourself. You're creating, a, you're creating an isolation state. And that's going to lead to more depression. And the people who isolate, people who withdraw from social support, have more pain, have more depression, have more anxiety than those that stay involved socially. So if you've got pain, you, you get people around you, and you go places, and you go out, and you be around people,
Do not isolate. Distract yourself. Make sure that when pain flows up, you have something to do. You have a television program to watch. You've got a movie to watch. You have a book to read. You have a person to call. You have a movie you can go to watch. You may take a walk. Get yourself into your hobby. Work on your hobby. Do whatever you can to distract yourself so your attention is not on your body. Your attention is outside yourself. And you can distract yourself that way. It doesn't eliminate pain, but it will help you manage it much, much better. And don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. Chronic pain can be controlled. Chronic pain can be managed. Chronic pain can be reduced. Chronic pain can be made to be more manageable. The point is, don't get that idea that you're going to eliminate pain from your life. That you're going to do something or that somebody will do something like a chiropractor will do something and your pain will be gone. Or you'll take a pill and the pain will be gone. Don't get into that kind of thinking. Obviously, keep your hope that that might be possible, but the likely possibility that you're going to learn how to manage your pain more effectively and that you can live a life that's more effective as a result of it. And then lastly, make sure that you manage your prescriptions. You know, if a doctor gives you a prescription, you know, take it according to the plan that he's given you. And take it according to how it benefits you. But watch for the warning signs of taking more pills over time. Starting out with a small dosage and then increasing that dosage, increasing it. Starting out with one pill and then going to two and going to three. and going. You're into an addictive pattern. When you are in a medication plan, that over a year's time or a couple of years' time, you're increasing the amount that you're taking. You're into an addiction program then. So don't do that. Or if you start out with taking a couple pills and then you're taking a couple more and you're taking a couple more, before you know it, you're taking 15 pills like the lady I spoke about. I've seen people take more than that. When you're doing that, you're taking a chance in your life and you're using an addiction pattern to control your pain. And you don't want to be addicted. When you're looking at medications that's weak and easy to take and then you, but then you want something stronger and better for you, so to speak. You're seeking an addiction lifestyle. If you're going into prescription drugs and then mixing that with illegal drugs or all this recreational drugs that we have on our market today and that will be increasingly available on our market, you're into an addiction pattern. Now you're not controlling your pain at all. Now you're creating an addiction that will have to be managed. So your whole life will now shift from from pain to addiction. So be very careful on that. And that's where a psychologist can be very helpful to kind of look at those kind of patterns with you and help you avoid those kind of patterns and navigate those patterns better. Okay, well, this has been the uh, Psychology Report. And uh, remember, you may be one of the 100 million people with chronic pain. If you are listening to this podcast again, go over it again. If you know somebody, share it. Tell them to listen. Give them the address and tell them how to get there. The Psychology Report at buzzsprouts.com. <laughs> so here we are, chronic pain. Now I recommend my book. You go to my website, Achieving and Living a Healthy Lifestyle in a World of Stress. I have quite a few chapters in there of how to manage pain and how to deal with depression and deal with the addiction that goes with chronic pain and so on. 
But check out the book. It might be very helpful to you. Okay. Bye for now.